our God this day. And uh, praise God. I thank you for the Word of God. I thank you this day that hungry people come to hear the Word of God. And this day the Spirit of grace shall minister to each heart and no one, no one shall leave here unchanged that the Word of God shall cause them to rise up and take a higher step. We believe that and we trust you to do it in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone just shout it. Shout it again. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians. Now turn to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. We'll get there shortly. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you this morning about grace. God's grip on you. God's hold on you. Hallelujah. You know, Romans 5, 2 said, Through faith we have access unto the grace wherein we stand. Well, my faith is my hold on God. That's my hold on God. I got a hold of it. But bless God, grace is his hold on me. And he's got a bigger hold on you than you've got on him. Once you ever get it into the grace of God, you've got it handled. A lot of folks don't understand that, but I'm just saying this. Grace is God's victory system. His grace is God's never fail system. It never fails. You receive 100% of the time. Are you listening to me? Now, my faith gets it in there. But once I get it in the good hands, people, ain't no man can take it out of his hand. But I got to get it in his hands. See, and I do that with my faith. I do that with my lips by saying what God says and having corresponding action. My actions agree with what I say, and my speech and my actions agree with the Word of God. I don't fight God with my mouth. I don't fight God with my actions. I agree with Him in everything I do. So if I got a God that lives on the inside of me, and I'm the temple of the living God, then I need to cooperate with what I am. I need to cooperate and agree with him. I need to, like Galatians 2.20 says, says, I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Now it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that liveth in me. And the life that I now live in this flesh, in this house, I live by the faith of the Son of the living God. I operate on the God kind of faith. See, hallelujah, hallelujah. One translation said, I consider myself as having died and now enjoying a second existence. See, the old man you was, God killed him. Someone said, my old man's going to rise up. He can't. God annihilated him. He don't exist. You ain't never been anything but a son of the living God. You were a sinner, but that sinner got killed. That sinner had problems. He had a spiritual dead nature but God annihilated him 
Brother Hagin said he annihilated him. Well, he's been annihilated, folks. He's gone. He does not exist. And the man you are right now has never been anything but the holiness and righteousness of Almighty God. What if Christians thought like that? Ain't never been a sinner. Ain't never been one. Yeah, but your old man was. Yeah, but he's gone. He, God didn't even put a marker up where he buried him. I mean, he's gone. He's out of existence. You understand that? You can't, oh, my old man's going to rise up. He can't. He don't exist. God obliterated him. I mean, he's gone. The minute the life and nature of God came into you, it blew that old man out of there, hallelujah, and replaced him with a man from heaven itself. You and Jesus was womb mates. Birth right out of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's called grace. Everything I said is grace. In other words, this is all God's doings. You didn't have nothing to do with it. You got in on it by grace. See, religious people define grace. They say it's unmerited favor. And that's true. But that don't tell you what grace is. See, all that tells you is that grace was free. See, mercy there was great and grace was free. Hallelujah. That's right. And it was free. But let me tell you something. Grace is something else. It's the supernatural power of God that changed your whole being. It is the supernatural power of a living God that a force would come into you that will cause you to overcome any problem. I'm more than a conqueror through him who lives in me. Praise God. Praise God. So it's not just unmerited favor. It's just not something that's free. You know, we read that scripture over in Luke, the second chapter about Jesus. Cotton Patch translation said, And the little fellow grew and became strong. And he was plenty smart. And God liked him. That's called favor. That's called grace. Grace is God himself taking the initiative on himself to restore you to favor with his own self. It's all God's doings. Well, I don't deserve it. I know you don't. I can preach on how undeserving you are, but it'd be a lie. It'd be a, a flat lie because you are deserving. God said so. God said he was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring you to favor. So you're a favorite. See, grace is understanding something too. Grace is understanding that I am a favorite with God. A lot of Christians have never received the gift of grace. You know, as a gift, by grace you say through faith and that not itself gift God. See, he gave it to you. It's yours. But it's up to you to receive it. Receive what? That I am a favorite with Almighty God. I'm a favorite. I'm God's favorite. That means I can get in God's cookie jar anytime I want to. You understand that? I can get anything God's got. I mean, he, he thinks I'm a hot shot. 
He thinks you're the best thing in the world. You, you, the grace of God's already been applied to you. Grace of God is God accepting the responsibility for the fall of Adam and sending the only price that could be paid. Nobody else could pay it. His name was Jesus. He sent him. Do you know Jesus could have failed just like the first Adam? Huh? Said he couldn't, he is God. No, he stripped himself and came to this earth as a man only. Came as a man. That's why he can be your example. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, grace is God taking initiative in restoring man to favor with himself. Now, you have to understand that. You're a favorite with God. Well, I don't deserve anything. You don't know what all I've done. No, you ain't done nothing. That old man you was that done that, God annihilated him. He does not exist. So don't go to ha hanging around my past. Paul said, I forget those things which are behind and press on towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. I don't look back. If you look back, you're going back and you'll backslide. I seen a fellow one time. They carried him all over this country. Them full businessmen's gospel did. And they carried him everywhere, and he gave his testimony. Oh, how bad a criminal he was. I think he broke in two gumball machines and a soda pop. And you know, to hear him tell, he kept telling he was number one on the, you know, on the most wanted list with the FBI. And he kept talking about that and wasn't long, about six months, he was back doing the same thing. See, no, I'm not talking about who the old man was. I'm not talking about who I used to be. That old man, I don't talk about dead folks. I don't talk about them folks that's gone. Let me tell you something. Bless God, if you've got something to say about them, say something good. Don't talk about bad things about the deceased. They're gone. It's over. He does not exist. This man that you are has never been anything but the righteous son of Almighty God. You're sanctified, set apart, hallelujah, full of faith, full of love. See, God said the just shall live by faith. Then he gave you faith. He said, now, I got a law that you're supposed to obey. One law, what is it? The love of Almighty God. Love your neighbor as yourself. Then Romans 5, 5 said, The love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. He gave you love. Amen. How am I going to get into all this? He gave me faith. He gave me love. He gave me joy. He gave me peace. Whatever I need, anything pertaining to life and godliness, He's already given it to me. I'm not trying to get it. I ain't trying to get healed. I have no intentions of trying to get healed. Not when Jesus has already got it for me. Someone said, yeah, but you've got to call those things that be not as though they were. No, healing be. Just like my salvation. That ain't one of them be nots as though they were. Healing be. I'm as healed right now as I will be when I get to heaven. I'm as saved right now as I will be when I meet the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm as prosperous right now as I will be when I walk 
the golden streets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I've already been given. See, whatever God's got, I got. See, I'm an heir of God and an equal heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's called grace. Whatever Jesus has, I have. However holy Jesus is, that's how holy you are. Yeah, but you don't know I got some bad habits. Well, that's why I give you grace to overcome them. That you won't have to sneak up to the back door of heaven and get you a handout. You can come boldly to the throne of grace and get anything God's got. Can you say amen this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, 2 Corinthians 5, 19, Amplified Bible said God was personally present in Christ reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. Well, what is understanding grace? Understanding grace is understanding you're a favorite with God. Understanding grace is accepting it that you are a favorite with Almighty God. See, unless you uh, accept it, it won't do you any good. It won't do you a bit of good. Well, I know God loves me. Yeah, God loves it. You ought to have, you ought to be slapped about three times a day. Should, yeah, should be. Yes, I've done so much wrong. I failed so much. Man, I've seen a many person fight, fuss and fight all the way to the church and shut up. Time and walk in and sit down and listen to the message and pick it right back up. When it got back out there, they fell right back in it, like just like some of y'all done. But if you'll hold still and hold steady, the first thing you know, you can walk hand in hand into the church with the love of God on you, folks. You got something special. You have to let it overtake you. Praise God. You have to understand it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Did y'all find 1 Corinthians 15th chapter? Look in the ninth verse. Now we're talking about grace. What is grace? Being restored to favor. It just ain't unmerited favor. It just ain't just something free. See, it's, it is a substance and it is a force. 1 Corinthians 15, 9. Paul says, For I'm the least of all apostles. See, he don't think he's some kind of hot shot. See, that'd be wrong. But you need to think this way, that I'm a hot shot with God. I ain't no hot shot in my own self. Oh, I got saved, I'm an apostle, I'm this, I'm that. You know, when I first started preaching, everybody wanted to talk about I'm an evangelist and I'm an apostle. I had started a few churches. I'm an evangelist. Yeah, your name's Philip. Yeah. That's why I put Buzzy on the front out there. Hallelujah. I'm a pastor, and I carry a teaching ministry outside this church. But I ain't no more apostle than I am a one-eyed astronaut. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I do the work of an evangelist. Just like Timothy, he was pastor over there at Ephesus. So Paul writes, For I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, <laughs> what have you done? What have you done since you've been saved? Huh? 
Oh, hallelujah. Wouldn't it have been something if Jimmy Swaggart would have found out the grace of Almighty God instead of having everybody down on his case and knowing that God would restore somebody like that. That hallelujah, that's what 1 John 1, 9 is, that you can confess your sins. That means the Fifth Amendment, you can't be made to testify against yourself. If you do something wrong, it's between you and God, not you and your preacher, not you and anybody else, not between you and Ms. Longtongue. Kind of like old woman said, told Brother John Osteen, said, I know I've been a gossip. He said, you sure have. She said, I want to put my tongue on the altar. He said, the altar ain't big enough for your tongue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So no matter what Miss Big Tongue, Long Tongue, and what Ain't Sookie or none of the rest of them said, what did Almighty God say? But by the grace of God, I am what I am. It's by God's unmerited favor that I didn't, I didn't even seek after it. He hunted me down. Someone said, I found God. He wasn't lost. It was you. He found you. He found Paul on the road to Damascus and there a man persecuting the church, killing him, even had Stephen Stone doing everything wrong. But that day on that road to Damascus, God annihilated that old man and a brand new man from heaven came. Made a brand new kind of man. Hallelujah. Changed the whole world. Brought a Judaizing religion out of the little nation and made a worldwide religion. Hallelujah. Who done that? A man that once was a murderer. A man that once had him thrown to the lions. I read in 2 Corinthians 7, Paul said, I ain't wrong no man. When I first read that, I said, uh-huh, listen to this. I went to my preacher. I said, look here, I done read a lie. That fellow's a liar. I ain't going to read that to him. He said, you don't understand. He's a new creation. And when he told me that, I still didn't know what he's talking about. See? If any man be in Christ, he's a new kind of a man. He's a new species. Do you know that? He's totally a brand new species. There had never been anything like you on the earth. There ain't never been anything like you. Someone said, I've asked a menu preacher, you know it ain't but two races. He said, yeah, sure it ain't. Uh, black and white. No. Saved and lost. Saved and lost. Only those that are born again have God's life and nature, have been extended the grace of Almighty God, have been given the love of Almighty God. See, I'd knock prejudice in the head. You know. Man might, might start even witness to a Chinaman every now and then. Amen? So, but by the grace of God, listen to him, 10th verse. By the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. How many people do you know that grace has been bestowed on them in vain? They can't even get to healing. They can't even get their blessing. They're still looking at races. They're still wondering whether God will do something for them. They don't know whether God put it on them or got it off. Huh? 
But something's been bestowed upon me, he said. And it wasn't in vain, neither. Bless God, I got it. What did you get? You got the grace. What is grace? Unmerited favor? Yes, it's free. But it is God restoring you to divine favor. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, if, if I'm his favorite, I can get anything, anything uh, uh, that he's got. I've got a handful of daughter-in-laws, and I tell them all. Now listen to me. I tell them all. I say, now you know you're my favorite. And I tell, listen, you know you're my favorite. Then I tell, listen, you know I'm, you're my favorite. And tell, listen, you know, you know you're my favorite. Is that right? You know, they light up. But some of them believe it. Some of it believe it. I've had my daughter-in-laws, I've had one of them, she believes that. She thinks I'm afraid. She's called my house. She called me one time. She said, you know, I need to fix on my house. I said, you do? Yeah? Well, what do you want out of me? Oh, I just want a little money. You do? See, she thinks I'm, she's my favorite. I done told them all that. And they done talked among themselves. And they say he just tells all of us that. But some of them believe it. God's done told everybody, you're a favorite with me. You're a favorite. You're a favorite. Sometimes people receive it. I said, I ain't, how much you need? She told me. I said, well, I'll let you cut some timber. She cut an 80 acres, called back. She said, that ain't quite enough. That's a lot of gall, ain't it? No, that's a lot of favor. I was so glad to get to do it. Do you know your God's glad to get to do something for you? He wants to buy you that new car. He wants you to have that home you want. Do you understand that? He wants you to have the blessing. Hallelujah. He wants to look up and say, look at you, that's my boy right there. That's my daughter. That's the one I've blessed. Hallelujah. Can you shout amen this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 That 10th verse, William said, God's unmerited favor is working mightily in me. How many Christians you know that God's favor is working in them? Well, I fail. Well, yes, you have. Well, I hadn't done what I ought to done. No, you hadn't. Well, what am I going to do? You're going to shut up talking about it and start talking about the favor of God. Run around talking about your problems all the time. I quit having testimony meetings in this church. Last time I had one, a woman got up and told how someone, how God allowed someone to steal her battery out of her car. Blame God with the battery. She needed a new one anyway. I had to push her off, jump her, jump her off half the time. Can you say amen? God done it. Well, you can't no way in the world to get nothing in somebody that thinks like that. You couldn't get them healed. You couldn't get them blessed. Ain't nothing you can do with them. When people think wrong and act wrong and talk wrong, you, it ain't nothing you can do. Are you listening to me? I'm not going to fight God and say God's not far. But the grace of God, I am what I am. Because of the grace of God, I'm a son of the Most High God. Because of Almighty God's grace, 
I can get anything God has. I'm an heir of God and an equal heir with Jesus. Whatever he's got, I got. Amen? Well, I don't deserve it. Yes, that's right. It's unmerited. You didn't, you didn't look for it and try to find it or anything else. This is all God's doing. He come found you. So now listen, boy, I want, I want to show you how much he loves you. I want to show you you're a favorite. Praise God. I'm going to buy you something pretty. Hallelujah. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And His grace which was bestowed on me was not in vain. Are you going to allow it to be in vain? What do you mean? God wants me thinking like he thinks about me. He wants me to think I am a favorite. See, if I'm a favorite, I can get anything. I, I, I can get anything he's got. Whatever he's got, I got. Amen? Then my faith is easy to use. He has given me the God kind of faith to use. What will it do? It will reach out in the unseen realm and bring it over here in the seen realm. It'll get it out of there and bring it over here where I can ride in it. It'll reach out there and get that whole big old house I want and set it down right where I want it to be. That's the grace of God. God wants you to do that. Do you understand that? Hallelujah. He said, I, even I, that blotteth out your transgressions for my own sake. He said, put me in remembrance. Plead thou that thou may be justified. Hallelujah. If you need something, go before God. Find out what God says is yours. If he said it's yours, it's mine. See, that's the confidence I have. We have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If we know he hears us, we got the petitions we desire of him. If he hears me, I got anything he's got. If he said, by stripes I'm healed, I don't need anybody else giving me a second opinion. Why would, I, why would I even go to Mayo Clinic when the king of the universe said, by stripes I'm healed? Why would I hunt another healing when Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my healer, dwells on the inside of me and it's no longer I that lives, but it's the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed, resurrected God dwelling on the inside of us. Hallelujah. So why should I hunt something else? That wouldn't be smart, would it? Well, I hadn't been able to receive on my own. That's because you don't know the grace of God. The grace of God said you're a favorite. You're a favorite. Hallelujah. We was preaching in, where did we preach last? Mountain home. That's where old cross-eyed woman come, wasn't it? old cross-eyed woman come. She'd been in Pentecost church. I could tell. She come in, music got a little bit, a little juicy, and she, she, she felt two or three goosebumps or a hot flash, and she hollered, Wow! Yeah! You know, all that. That's all right, me. I don't care. But I was preaching on some of this stuff, and she, she never heard nothing like this. She, she walked along to school and there was an old bull that run at her every day and she told her folks that bull's gonna get me and, 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 
And one day she said, oh, that bull ain't all that bad. That bull, and then one day that bull run into the fence and knocked that fence down and she run to, and something went into her. She said, something happened to me and hit me. I don't know whether it's the devil or just so much trauma, but she went cross-eyed, seven years old. She'd been cross-eyed over 50 years, saw three of everything. Now, how would you like to live like that? And didn't have to, didn't have to. All she needed to know is you're a favorite with God. God's restored you to favor. If you're a favorite with him, he'll heal you. Laid hands on her and eyes come undone. She said, you know, last night's the first time I looked in the mirror and I saw my own nose. That may not seem like a big deal. That may not seem like a big deal, but it would if you'd been seeing three of you. And she didn't favor nothing anyway, and three of her would, oh, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace which was bestowed on me was not in vain. Cotton Patch said, <coughs> only by the grace of God, I am what I am. And the favor he shown me. See, God showed her favor. She found out she was a favorite with God and it's easy to receive her healing. That's the easiest thing in the world to receive when you know what, that God likes you. Now, if you think he's a little bit upset with the way you've been acting, well, he ain't. Well, I, he wants me to live, right? Well, sure he does. But it, you got in on this thing because of Jesus, not because of what you've done. See, his blood speaking from the mercy seat. And it cries out healing. Oh, my healing I take. Glory to God. Satan's hole now must break. All because of the blood sprinkled on the mercy seat. Jesus' blood. That's the one that's speaking better things than Abel. Abel's cried out for justice. Abel's blood cried out for vengeance. But Jesus' blood cries out mercy, mercy. Favor always cries mercy. You ever been where you couldn't get your healing, you was hurting so bad? Well, that's what mercy's all about. Come boldly to the throne of grace and find, get you a dose of mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cotton Patch said, but only by God's grace I am what I am, and the favor he showed me wasn't wasted, for I worked harder than all the rest. I worked harder than all the rest of them. Not I, really, but God's goodness that had a hold on me. God's goodness had a hold on me. You ever remember, what was Otis Redden? Who was it singing? Something got a hold on me. Something got a hold on me. Mm. Well, something's got a hold on me. It's God's favor. Hallelujah. I believe I can get anything God's got. Hallelujah. Why can you do that? Because I'm a favorite. I'm a favorite with the king of the universe. Whatever he's got, I can get anything he's got. Hallelujah. How come you think you can do that? Because I'm a favorite. I've been invited to come to the Oval Office. I can come boldly to the throne of grace. I don't have to slip in the back door of the White House and get a little handout, a little breadcrumb. You ever seen that old picture of a poor old fellow had his hands run down under, uh, up under his chin and he had an old crust of bread there and a drink of water? And then people said, oh, ain't that nice of the Lord. Give him some bread and water. I don't eat bread and water. 
You can look at me and tell I like steak. Amen. I like chicken. The way I knew I was called to preach, I started craving chicken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Divine favor. Divine favor. Come accept it. Turn with me if you will. Romans 5. Turn back. Romans 5. Anybody got to shout and close on? Fifth chapter, 17th verse. For if by one man's offense death reigned by Adam, by one much more they which receive. See, you've got to receive this. Receive what? The abundance of grace, gift of righteousness. You'll reign in life by one Christ Jesus. You ruling and reigning? Are you living where you want to be? Are you getting the blessings that, you know, I've stopped by and told a many person. Said, so, you know, God has blessed you, but you ain't getting none of it. I'm getting all your blessings. Well, wh where'd you get that new car? Oh, uh, it was going to go to you, but I got it because you ain't got sense enough to get in on the grace of God. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. God has made you a favorite with him. I mean, invited you, said, don't come slipping around getting some of this. Come boldly. Just come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. They that receive. If you don't receive it, it ain't going to do you no good. What do you mean? Receive that I'm a favorite with God. Receive your favoritism. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Grace is God's never-fail system. Grace is God's never fail. Grace is His hands when you get it in His hands. No man, nothing else, all the devils in hell, nothing can take it away from you if you get it in His hands. How do I do that? With my faith. Faith in what? Believing I'm a favorite. Praise God. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to 2 Timothy, the first chapter. Thessalonians, then Timothy, second chapter. Second Timothy, chapter 1, verse 9. Who hath saved us? Not who is going to save us. Who hath, past tense, saved us. And called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world was. This is God's doings. This ain't nothing you've done. This ain't nothing you deserve. This isn't nothing you 
uh, 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 obtained by living right or anything else. This comes strictly from God. It is His purpose who saved us, called us, with a holy calling, not according to our works. Not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace. See? William said, not in accordance with anything we had done. 20th century said, not a reward. See, this ain't a reward for something you've done. Not a reward for anything we had done. And I added KB, King Buzzeye. Not anything we had done or hadn't done. Well, I don't smoke and I don't chew. And I don't go with the girls that do. Well, ain't you nice? Well, that ain't got anything to do with it. It ain't what you've done or what you hadn't done. It's according to His purpose. God made you a favorite because He wanted you to be a favorite. Whether you like it or not, you are a favorite. Amen? I've told you I had a sixth grade school teacher, Miss Hines, and I was her favorite. Christmas, I was a little short, fat boy, and I got up on the top this old tall boy's shoulder, and we put some mistletoe up at Christmas. She come in, and I kissed her. The old woman cried. I was a favorite with her from then on. <laughs> I mean, and I always did kind of like to fight a little, and I was a little bit pugilistic. And uh, I, one old big old boy, he was so tall, I was a little short fat boy, and he done grew up, and I couldn't, so I just bit him. And I, I never forget, she looked at that boy in the face, he done squall and had a plug bit out of him. I said, what did you do to make him do such a thing to you? <laughs> it was sure had to be his fault because it wasn't mine. Because I'm a favorite. Carried us to the principal's office. I don't know what he done, Miss Bird, but he done it. I know it couldn't have been him. I'm a favorite. Hallelujah. And I'm sitting there grinning like a possum eating grapes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm a favorite. See, I'm favorite. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're a favorite with the king of kings and the Lord of lords, praise God. Hallelujah. I read a story one time uh, about old Napoleon one time. He, he, he was having a parade and all the regalia, they all pumped out and everything, and his horse began to pitch and buck. And, and, and this buck private jumped off his horse and grabbed Napoleon's horse and settled him down. And he said, thank you, Captain. He's just a buck private. He said, Captain of what? He said, Captain of my private guard. And he, he, he seen uh, 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 all the uh, uh, generals and everything saw what, what he'd done. And they started shunning this guy. And Napoleon noticed it. And the next time they had a parade, he rode him up side and side, right with him, side and side, right down through the middle of Paris, and they rode him out, and, and them captains and them generals and all of them said, man, would you look at that? That old boy's a favorite with Napoleon. Well, let me tell you something. You need to find out that you're a favorite with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, praise God. You need to find out now. Bless God, I'm riding on that white horse. I'm up there with my master, praise God. I've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let me read you Cotton Patch translation, that ninth verse. 
For it is God who rescued us and invited us with a special invitation. See, it's God. Now, let's do it. It's God who rescued you. Not because we deserved it, but because of his own inclination and kindness. He wanted you to be saved. Hallelujah. God made the first move. God initiated this thing. This is the way God wants it. How does he want it? He wants you to understand you're a favorite. <laughs> Praise God. You know the story of the prodigal son? You know, he said, my God, I can beat this back there at daddy's house. He done woke up one morning eating slop with the hogs. Huh? You ever been there? When you wake up and everything you're doing is wrong? Everything? Well, bless God, I got a daddy. I got almighty God that says, come on home. Come on home, praise God. You're a favorite. Come on home. Come on home. Kill the fatted calf. Put the robe upon his back and the ring upon his hand. Put the sandals on his feet. For that man that was lost, man, my favorite's done come home. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, God was personally present in Christ, doing what? Reconciling and restoring the world. Not Christians, the world. Christians don't have to be restored. If they can think, most of them can't think, they just follow anything that comes along. That's why they follow that corn right on over to the hog pens. Like the prodigal son. Do you know that? I've had people say, you know, well, I ain't been to church in two or three months and said everything's going wrong. Everything I do is wrong. I ain't got sense enough to straighten it up. Or too much pride, one of the two. Or too much ignorance. Kill the fatted calf. How come? This old boy, the prodigal son, now listen to me. He done got, he said, Daddy, you're going to give me a little money anyway. I said, yes, I am. You don't wait like that? No, I don't mind right now. And he hit the road running. And he blowed all his money. But one day, he wound up in a hog pen eating slop. But he said he came to himself. You know, people need to come to themselves. And realize, realize what? He said, I can go to the house and beat this. Daddy's got slaves that he feeds better than me. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm going home. Kill the fatted calf. Put the ring upon my finger. Robe upon my back. I'm coming home. I'm going to break out in that singing ministry one day. <laughs> I may have to start out with a humming ministry first. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone said, can you play anything? Said, I can't even hardly play the radio without getting static on it. Hallelujah. But I'm coming home. I got sense enough to do that. You got sense enough to come to the house. Now, the rest of the folks may not like it. Older brother swole up and said, oh, you ain't ever throwed no party for me. said, man, you've been here. You throw your own party. Anything I got, yours. 
But that's the way most Christians are. They're so ignorant, they didn't even know they was a favorite. He thought the younger son, you love him the best. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I about done preach me happy this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalms 145.8, King Jimmy Version, said, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great of mercy. The Lord is gracious. The word gracious just simply means this, disposed to show favors. Say, what's your God like? His disposition? Oh, man, it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. Well, that ain't my God. That's some moron's God. I got a good God. You know, Oral Roberts come out and start saying, God, you know, we have a good God, and preachers come to him and said, you ought not say that all the time. They thought God was afflicting them. God was putting this on them and that on them. God's the one been getting it off. He was personally in, present in Christ. He laid your healing upon the Lord Jesus Christ. It pre pleased the Lord to bruise him. For what reason? By his bruises you were healed. He wishes above all things that you prosper and be in hell, even as your soul prospers. Praise God. He's gracious, disposed to show favors. Hallelujah. We was, uh, we was in a town, North Arkansas. Lady came. She just stood over. She had a uh, something up her nose and an iron lung, you know, to breathe off, breathing apparatus. And I saw her as she's walking up there. She's limping. Anyway, I prayed for these folks, and I said, Lady, what'd you, what'd you need? Nothing. Well, what do you come up here for? She said, I heard about them folks getting healed, and I wanted to see it. I said, well, you saw it. I said, do you know God will heal you? She said, oh, no. God won't heal me. I said, how come he won't? And she had a little fellow by the hand. She said, I was a nun in the convent, and I left that convent for this thing and pointed at him, and he looked like, oh, my God. He looked like he was a little husbandette type fellow, you know, a little bitty side. And she said, I left the convent for this thing. You know, I, I bet she was a, a joy to live around. Man, I thought, dear Lord, dear Lord. I said, what is you limping about? She said, uh, well, I had two discs took out of my back. Well, we was up in the mountains. I said, I thought maybe you was raised in these mountains. You was walking this way a while. I thought maybe you'd turn around and walk this way a while that uh, you'd, you'd straighten up. Boy, she looked at me, and she didn't think nothing about that was funny. She didn't have no, no sense of humor whatsoever. And I shut up. And I said, lady, I'm going to set you down in this chair and I'm going to hold your legs and let them set in my hand. And when I do, I'm going to command your leg to grow out and God's going to grow your leg out. He said, no, I won't. I said, it'd be a bigger miracle if your leg didn't grow out. I set her down in the chair and her leg grew out, even with the other one. Grew out this much, folks. God done that. She found out she's a favorite. She's found out God likes her. Tears began to roll down her eyes like that. And she looked at me, looked at her leg, looked around, looked at husbandette, and all of you know, she's looking at everybody. And she got up. 
You know, britchy legs on one side is up too high. She walked off over and looked at me. I said, take that out of your nose. You're healed. She still don't know. I said, God loves you. You found that out, didn't you? And man, she went to cry and took that stuff out and set it down there and looked there and went to breathe in normal, praise God. That's our God. He wants to show you that you're a favorite with the King of kings, that you're a favorite with the Lord of lords, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Did we ever turn over to Romans, the fifth chapter? Well, let's do it again. It was so good over there a while ago, I'm going to go back. Hallelujah. I got my shouting clothes on. Fifth chapter of Romans. Look at the 21st verse. That as sin hath reigned unto death. Now sin reigned for you saved. For you was born again. It reigned, it ruled. Satan ruled. He was the God of this world. Now listen. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Now sin reigned, but he wants grace to reign now. What do you mean? I'm a failure. I've sinned. You know when you're a sinner. If you don't know, there's plenty of good Christians that will tell you. Before I got saved, you know what my mama told me? She is one less Pentecost. Wore the hoodoo, hairdo, and all that stuff. She said, son, God hates sin. And said, you sin manifested in the flesh. Well, naturally, I thought God hated me. Everything I'd done, I thought God done it. One time I run up a telegram pole, put all the lights out in one whole section of the town. I was partaking of strong drink. It was a, it was a, 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 a World Series. I was running the grocery store. Man had plenty. Them folks quit trading with me by the droves. She told me, said, God liked to got you. Liked to got I got the thing, and he liked to got me. I done run up a telegram pole, knocked two transformers down. Fire jumping every which way. I was stepping over them light lines. <laughs> Fella come along and burn a strip down his car where one of them lines hit him. God liked to got me. God protected me. Had to. Had to. Man, stepping over them lines. And they, would just, they, were, they wasn't just laying there. They were swinging. I would just step in, oh, you know. God liked to got me. Yeah, he sure did. I thought about that a many times after that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 5, look in the 21st verse now. That as sin reigned, listen, folks, I have exhausted the subject of sin. You know that? I done been there and seen it and had ten of them. You understand that? I rode a mule around the world backwards just looking at what I've done. I've done it. I've done If you, you name it, I've done it. I've smoked, joked, take dope, done anything you can think of. Name it. 
but that guy that I was, God killed him, and I have done no wrong. I ain't never been nothing but righteous. I don't look back at that junk, bless God, that's a joke. That ought to be in the funny paper. You know, folks around here still talking about how bad I used to be. They talk about how bad I was. I, I'd hate to meet me myself, I was so bad. But thanks be unto God. As sin reigned, now grace. What do you mean grace? I'm a favorite rule. I'm a favorite rules my life. Well, I'm going to try to pray and see if God will help me. No, I ain't going to try. I'm going to pray and get it. I'm going to come boldly and get it. You must think you're something. Yes, I am. I'm a favorite with God. I don't count myself as no hot shot among men, but I count myself as being a hot shot with God. Hallelujah. Let me read you another translation. The consequences is that just as sin wielded kingly power and inflicted death, so grace shall henceforth real kingly power. Hallelujah. Arthras way says, in eternal life for humanity, life attained through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, has brought us this grace. Now listen to this. As sin had dominated the situation, sin ruled the world. Do you know sin and death ruled the world until Jesus came and nobody could do anything about it? If Satan wanted to kill, listen to that one, do anything he wanted to. They were spiritually dead. But Jesus went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them that all their lifetime lived in fear of death, fear of cancer, fear of all that. I'm not afraid of any kind of disease. Why should I be? Well, what if you get cancer? Well, I know how to get healed. How are you going to get it? I'm a favorite. See, my faith's in that. Just as sin had dominated the situation with death as its uh, results, so grace should dominate the situation. When your child's lying there with 105 fever, we don't allow sin and sickness and all that. We think of the grace and the favor of Almighty God. I need favor right now. I need the divine healing power of God. I need the miraculous power of my God. And I got it because I'm a favorite. Can you shout amen, somebody? Phillips translates that. Listen, I like this. When guilt held his reign, when guilt dominated you, through death, justifying grace should reign instead. See, what do you mean? Favor ought to be reigning. See, listen to him. Guilt. What are you guilty of? Well, we had a fuss before we got to the church. So what? Confess it and head on. Don't even look around. Don't, even li don't let sin or failure even cross your mind. Jesus took your sin, took your failures. He took your iniquities. You know that? He took your iniquities. That means that stuff that followed your whole family. He took it. Poison, 
You ever seen folks on welfare check and just the whole family and family and family just ride them out? This and this and this. Well, Jesus broke the chain. My God will supply your need. Not some piece of check. Make you feel like a second-class citizen. Bless God, God wants you to know you're a favorite with the Son of Almighty God and that you are a Son of Almighty God. Can you shout amen, somebody? Now listen to this. When guilt held its reign, guilt held, ruled over you. Justifying grace should now reign instead. Phillips's translation. Praise God. What do you mean? Justifying grace should reign or rule. That you're a favorite ought to rule your life. That's what I'm talking about. That you're a favorite. Turn with me. No, we already there. Romans 5, look in the second verse. See, grace is God taking over your life and bringing you only victory. When you receive it. When you receive it. If you don't receive it, you're going to still be fighting and struggling. Fifth chapter, second verse. By whom also we have access. We got access. What to? By faith into the grace wherein we stand. How am I going to get into this favor? I got faith. Faith in what? That I'm a favorite. Faith. How do I get in there? I start saying it. I start acting like it. Amen. I start saying it. I start acting like it. I say, God, thank you that I'm a favorite. God, thank you that I can come boldly to the throne of grace. Father, I thank you. I don't have to slip up to the back door of heaven and get me a little hobo's hand out. I come boldly. I don't even ask nobody. I just come boldly to the Oval Office and see my president. Well, they got guards out there. They got angels, but they have to take back seat when I hit there. I'm a favorite. I got an open invitation all the time. Come get it. <laughs> Woo, I'm doing good today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think I'll take up another offer. I'm doing so good. Amen. Faith in God's grace. Faith in what? God likes you. Faith in God likes you. That you are a favorite with Almighty God. Faith in you knowing you are a favorite. See, grace means you don't have to hunt somebody else to do your praying for you. I don't have to call the prayer tire and the fire tire and the watch tire and no other tire. Hallelujah. I can do my own praying. Why? Because I'm a favorite. I got an open invitation to get it. Can you say amen? Well, hallelujah. Did you get anything out of this? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, anybody here been having a hard time receiving? You ought to have the easiest time in the world now receiving today. You ought to make the easiest thing in the world. Praise God.